There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Five Times Podcast, the Liverpool Former Players Association's uh, Five Times Podcast. And with me today, I'm in St. John. We have uh, Alan Kennedy. And Roy Evans, who, of course, as we all know, uh, was the past manager of the club. And we are here to have a little chat about what's been going on at Liverpool and how things are at the moment, how things, we hope, are going to change in the future. Uh, first of all, let's go back to Newcastle, Alan, your old team. Um, at the weekend there, uh, you, you were working on a game for uh, radio, so you know you get first-hand knowledge of all this. Uh, disappointing, would you say? I think disappointed with the uh, the result. I think uh, it could have been uh, could have been a lot better. Um, I felt as though that uh, uh, both teams. I, I enjoyed the first half. Saying I thought it yeah. was a pretty good performance by both teams. I thought Newcastle did did well, um, and you know they took the game and, and took the lead uh, early on. Um, and, and, and all of a sudden we were put under pressure, but uh, you know the lads responded in the right way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought when we, when they went out to ten men, I thought we would we would go and win it quite easily. But uh, to be fair, Newcastle battled back, and uh, you know they got that goal. And from then on, you know we were hoping that we would get the uh, the, yeah, the, no, the equaliser no. and then the winner. But it didn't it didn't come. Funny enough, I mean fans obviously expect. To win a game, if, if you're playing against ten men, but Roy, I mean, you've been in a position in the dugout, having to make decisions when your team are playing against ten men, uh, and it's not always easy. No, it's not because at the end of the day, they've got something to hang on to. Um, we gave away a really bad goal to let them go ahead. I mean, Martin Skittle tried to block the guy off instead of really going to attack the ball. Uh, Sacco and Sissoko uh, both had a little look at it instead of uh, picking up the man. To lose that goal gave Newcastle that chance to hang on to something with the ten men. Right. Having said that, I said they, they, they said the back, the, the two banks of four, and, and one guy sort of up front. It's, it's always difficult to break down. Um, but I thought Liverpool really did okay. I mean, what they really lacked for me was an edge. Um, some of the football was good; they created chances, but just on the day, the likes of Sturridge, the likes of Suarez, really just didn't have that little extra edge which they have normally to stick it in the back of the net and yeah. you know going back to Brendan Rodgers a little bit after the, the game where he said you know, we've had 13 players on international duty two coming yeah. back for injury yeah. it's, it's a fair it's, it's not a moan but it's a fair, fair comment, comment fair comment at the end of the day and I think had it been on a normal week um, with no, no games in there the lads might have had a little bit of sharpness they might have won the game but, but it wasn't a bad performance it was just a little bit disappointing the results I agree with Alan on that side I mean Newcastle must have had a few players are we international duty because yeah. I don't know any of them I mean they're all <laughs> <laughs> I mean they're not local boys are they no no they're not uh, the Amiobi brothers were on the bench but um, yeah they've, they've had some what I was impressed with like was Kabai in midfield and, good and, and Ben Arthur and, uh, mm-hmm. and players like that and you, you know what slightly annoyed me about the whole thing we get a corner Stephen Gerrard's taking the corner and they're suddenly breaking 
like you know with two or three players nobody picked players up and I, and I found that disappointing because we're quite good at picking players up but it, 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 certainly on, on our home corners mm-hmm. when the ball get cleared they're running at us all the time and they put us under pressure it wasn't for the fact that Sacco made, made, made a great tackle in the end that we that, that you know they, they didn't score from it so I was I was I was disappointed with, with, with set pieces. I was disappointed the way we didn't get at them. We didn't make the extra player count. And you know, fair to Newcastle, I thought you know they battled away. And you know, com- co- considering last season we absolutely hammered them six nil. Uh-huh. You know, uh, on the back of that, they they put in a in a very good performance. But Sometimes uh, you've got to give the opposition a little bit of credit as well. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. it's easy for us to say, you know, that, but Newcastle, yeah. uh, they went down to ten men. Okay, they were two on up. I said they they played their part in that game. They made it yeah. difficult for Liverpool to get yeah. back in. They they have, which I think a lot of teams in the Premier League have. I'm not talking about the top four, as it were. The top four have been there for the last how many years? I'm talking about the rest of the league. They all seem to have really good individual players. I'm not saying they're good teams, but they've got individual players within yeah. that team, yeah. like Newcastle have. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they've got like you mentioned, Kabay and them. And I think other teams have gone as well. Where you say we're playing, say West Brom at the weekend, but any whoever you're playing, there seems to be class players, one or two, maybe, maybe sometimes three or four, uh, and and that's the thing that I think this year is standing out for me in the Premier League. That teams have gone out and and looked for, you know, individual class players. I think another thing about Newcastle to to their credit is that the season started and there's been a fair bit of unrest. Yeah. over different yeah. things joking yeah. here and whatever and it must be difficult for the manager in terms of trying to get it all together because he's he's, you know, he's looking after his back in many ways um, so I think that, that, that looked like a really solid performance team performance from them yeah. Yeah. which in them circumstances sometimes you don't get yeah they never got that last year they never got it last year yeah. you know you, Saint, I could ask you to name the back four, but you probably couldn't name no. Newcastle's back no. four. But, but they seem to have a, a good understanding. Debucci, uh, Colaccini wasn't in there. Yeah, that's uh, correct. And, he never played at the weekend. And, and all of a sudden, they've got you know Tim Krul is an excellent goalkeeper. But they looked organised mm-hmm. and they looked a threat, especially from that midfield. Mm-hmm. Whereas we, you know, with Jordan Henderson in there, and and we missed Coutinho. Certainly missed his skills. But we didn't have any threat from that midfield. I felt. You know, I know Stephen broke early on in, in the game, but but that was about it. It was always Suarez, and it was always about Sturridge, yeah. about the two of them. Is, is, there a, is there a little thing that I mean? I, many years ago, when Kenny played for us, and Kenny at the end, yeah. towards the end of his career, and I'm not saying Stephen's at the end of his career, but he's getting towards that way. Yeah. And I don't know what obviously Brendan what he does with Stephen these days. We used to give Kenny an, an extra day off. Right. We used to give Kenny an extra day off uh, because at the end of the day, one of guys it, yeah. who worked harder in training, you know, in the games, it was taking more out of him. Yeah. And some of the players said, "Well, you know, why is he getting a day off on those?" Because we got the benefit out, the best benefit out of Kenny yes. in the latter part. And there may be a case for something like that, you know, for Brendan to, to think about. Maybe he's already done it. I don't know. But yeah. well, Alan met, mentioned before about Stephen Gerrard taking this corner kick. Now we had a discussion a few weeks ago on Gary Gillespie, I think Ronnie Whelan and I about the business of Stephen having to run from whatever area of the field yeah. he is away to the corner flag <laughs> to take a corner kick. Yeah. Now, 
That's common sense by this because it, I'm thinking this lad is doing miles he shouldn't be doing just to take a corner kick. Yeah. I know yeah. he takes a good I corner, yeah. but why can the rest of them not take a good corner? Yeah. And let Stephen well, sit there, conserve his energy, and by the, way, on the edge of the box is more dangerous than anybody. Than anybody. Is, so. I want him to be there on the edge of the D. They're saying anything coming out here, and I'm going to blast it in the net. And he's at the corner flag taking the corner kick. Yeah. And, if, and if I get headed out, sometimes he runs across to the other corner flag. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going. He's he's doing miles here just yeah. to take corners. Now, I, I don't know why. You know, our, our present manager's doing it because previous managers have done it as well. And I think, well, Stephen got it in his contract. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think you mentioned that, and Stevie's probably took, took the majority of corners. I remember Suarez taking one, and um, he went over, and he changed it around a little bit, yeah. just changed it just no, that little bit. But there's another case: would you yeah. have the deadliest player yeah, you would think in the team yeah. around the six-yard box? Would yeah. you want him standing at the corner flag, him yeah. taking the corner? Yeah, I know what you're saying. Someone's got to take it, though. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> I, could I nominate a few that could take it? Yeah. Guys, guys that won't be scoring any goals, <laughs> never score any goals. But, but, but yeah. might not give you the delivery either, that's the point. Well, you're, you, you're saying that, Roy, I don't know. I mean, surely to goodness, they're all professional players. Can they not, you know, cross the ball from a corner flag? Yeah. Is that whip, though? Is that little bit yeah. of well, something else that you get on it? I think well, that, I'd, that I'd give them the team. whip. I, I agree with you. I, I agree with that. He shouldn't be going taking all. I mean, yes. if he takes one, then goes to the side. Somebody else takes it. Yeah. he's yeah. got to conserve more energy these I, days. I think so, but because I do believe this, he, he is getting to that stage which we, we all reached in our careers, where yes, conserving energy uh, is important, and where the manager plays. I, I was a centre forward for what, uh, 15 years or something, and then I ended up playing in midfield, uh, and enjoyed playing in midfield because I didn't have. The energy to be running, chasing them, you know, trying to get past defenders yeah. and clashing with goalkeepers yeah, yeah. and all that thing. You know, yeah. I must be honest with Stephen. I like to see him that little bit further forward. Yeah, right. and he's yeah. playing in that deeper role, and he, he probably wants to play there because it's easier possession. Yes. I won't say easy, play, but easier possession, yes. and he can spray the ball about. He's still doing a great job for us. But as you saw with the England game, he gets that little chance and he sees it and yeah. he's onto it like a flash. In the back of the net, and I think we missed that little bit of Stephen. Well, that, that, that's why. But it's uh, getting the balance. I mean, I, I, Lucas playing in front of Stephen sometimes that doesn't work for me. Lucas should be no. the holder. Stephen should have that bit more freedom. That, that brings us on to another subject then about players who are going to play with and around Stephen. Uh, and, and you mentioned Lucas here. Now, I mean, Lucas is not going to be a player that will get forward and score your goal. I mean, I, I don't remember him scoring a goal. No. Yeah. You know, I need yeah. to look at the archives for that one. But you know, he, he's not that kind of player. The kid can do certain things in the game, but he can't do that. Now, I have said from before the season started, we really need to go out and get ourselves a couple, not just one, a couple of really, really top-class international midfield players to to work with Steven Gerrard to make that a powerhouse of a midfield. We don't have a powerhouse midfield. No, no, we? no, no, we don't. No, absolutely. And I, just going back to what uh, I saw against um, and, uh, against Newcastle, uh, Moses, you know, he was playing in slightly um, a deeper role, yeah. but he was the one that was running from the midfield. If anybody was going to do it, that's why you mentioned Roy about Stephen sitting in there. Again, I don't like that. I, I think Stephen is better utilised by going forward rather than sitting in there yeah. and holding that midfield. You know, he, he can do the job, don't get me wrong, and he's quite very intelligent in doing it, but to get the best out of him, I think he's better going forward. 
you know, maybe doing the job that Moses did, like, you know. Yeah, I think so you've got to be careful. Like, again, we've got to be careful. One game. I mean, it's not one yeah. game because we've played, we, in the, in yeah. the, throughout the season, we've played 45 minutes fantastic, 45 minutes not so good. We've had a very mixed thing, but with good results and, we're, you know, yeah. we're in a good position in the league. The one game after two international, we've got to be a little bit careful that we don't yeah. start yeah, yeah, dismantling yeah. the world yeah. at the end of the day. It, it's been going okay. Um, we can improve there's a lot of improvement in, in that team and if it does improve I think it's got a chance of being being a team that will challenge for certainly for um, European um, places, yeah. places yeah. but would you agree that come the, the transfer in January we shouldn't go out and spend a bit of money Yeah, I think we're still in the position where we are where we're still challenging for it the only thing I'd say that the problem you do have is when you're not in Champions League football to get the best players, yeah, we've had this. You, you, they, they don't want to come these days. It's like Champions League rules the world, unfortunately. So, yeah. that, you know, it's very difficult to get the, the very top players if you're in there challenging. If we were say we were still in that top four, we are having a chance of still winning uh, the Premiership, then you might get the best players. I don't. I, I don't even think that transfer window was the best window to buy big time player because. It, most most of the top players don't leave yeah. mid-season anyway. Mm-hmm. Unless, of course, they were maybe yeah. in a dispute with their own club. Exactly. And Unless, yeah, yeah. You'd have to sort it yes. and get it right, yes. but it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a difficult one. Yeah. Um, okay, that, that's the end of the season then. You know, if we were to you know, please let it happen at the end of the day, if we were to get in the Champions League, then that's a different kettle of fish. That next, the end of next season and that transfer window becomes massive. Then people will come, then you become back into the, 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 the team that you know, we all think we want to be in in the Champions League, then you will get players to, to come of a better quality as well. Yes. Yeah. So, we, but if we don't again get into the top four and be in the European uh, Cup next year, that's another year down the line. as long as it, I mean, again, as long as there's been some progress. I mean, to be fair to Brendan Rodgers, as long as there's been progress and we're nearly getting there, yeah. we've all got. A, Think that we can get there. We've got to be positive, if you like. Yeah. We've all got to think that maybe we can win it. But that's maybe a bit pie in the sky. But that's what you believe as a supporter, isn't it? And at the end of the day, if we can get a little bit nearer and a little bit nearer, then we will start to get back a little bit of our credibility as, a, as an inter- yeah. as an international team. Yeah. And I think I think basically it's one step at a time. I mean, he's, he's went out and bought Kulatori in. He's bought Sako in. He's bought Sissoko in. You know, he's brought some, you know, some decent players, and they're making the debuts there, and they've done really well. I think uh, Sissoko, you know, unfortunately for his injury, um, you know, he came in against yeah. Newcastle, and he and he did all right. He did okay. Coutinho's been the best of yeah. Coutinho's been the best of Brenner's brought yeah. him. He's, he's more, he's more, yeah. he's more the cre- creative. But we were, we were struggling, Roy. I think with, with set pieces. And then all of a sudden, you know, we're now not doing so bad apart from oh. against against Newcastle. But you know, at least we've we've do, we've solved that problem, you know. But the players who've come in have, do, have have done really well. And I think one or two other players have responded. The likes of Martin Martin Skirtle. I think he's responded in the in the positive way. I think he's now focused to what you know. And and now Daniel Agger well, Martin was is our best player two years ago. Yeah. And now, and they had the last season, which didn't go well for him, and maybe didn't get on with the manager. They say and different things. But now, to be fair, you know, he seems to have knuckled down. He seems to yeah. be playing back to his, his best football. Yeah. Well, me, for me, Daniel, I mean, if he's going to play the three at the back, yes. For me, Daniel Agger is the best footballer. 
Yeah. Sometimes in that, in that system, you need a player to come out with come the ball. And Daniel is the, is the best at that, but Daniel's got to prove himself yeah. to the manager that he, he, he wants right. to be in there. Yeah. Uh, well, you, you know, you, you mentioned there uh, Suzuko. Now, would Enrique's out, Suzuko, and would, what would you do on that one with Enrique's fit? Well, I think Enrique. I mean, he, he, he's 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 done very he's done very well, but he's he's blown hot and cold. That's the, that's his problem, you know. He, he is a good player and he's he's an, an intelligent player, strong player, but he needs to do more. I'm sorry, as a left back, you've got to you've got to make advances going down the wing, and you've got to support whoever is in front of you, and you, and you know defend well. He hasn't defended too well him, yeah. uh, 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 on certain occasions. But you know when you've got Sissoko in there, he's a big, imposing player, and he looks the looks the part. Now, if he's challenging Enrique and giving Enrique a problem, hey, Enrique has got to respond in the right way, and he's got to start rolling his sleeves up to get back into the team. Could we play? Could we play Enrique in midfield then? You know, if you're playing three at the back, could Enrique go as a wide left player? Well, I, I, he could go there, obviously, but I, I don't think his end product. I, when he gets in and around the box, is the best. I think certainly defensively he can be strong, but he's been caught out a few times. I mean, sometimes with, with that three at the back system, yeah. you can you're looking for it. You are looking for a wing back. You're looking for a half midfield, half winger, half something else if you like. Yeah, that's right. And if you can get something like that, if it mean, I'm not sure Sterling could do it on a regular basis because he can't defend as, as well as yeah. he like. But somewhere along the line, Johnson is the perfect yes. thing. Yeah, yeah. If he starts to get yeah. a little bit more end product at the other end. Yeah. If yeah. you can get the same balance on the other side, that would be would be perfect. It's quite. In, I think it's quite interesting the way Brendan approaches the game because he seems to change it. You know, maybe on a on a on a match basis, he looks at the team he's playing against and he says, "Well, I think we'll go three at the back, or I think we'll go a flat back four, or I think we'll go five You know, I think he does it that way, and he's trying to, you know, maybe tell other managers that well, not not to give anything away. I think he's, I think he's quite good at that. Like you know, yeah, and but I think as a manager, you've got to look at all the options. Obviously, yeah. the first thing I would say is that look at your own team. Yeah, make sure your own team is set up how you want to play. Yeah, and you don't. I mean, you know, from years and years ago, even going back to Ian's day, the first thing was like, how how do we play? Yeah. Like, yeah. And if we yeah, play to absolutely. our very best, with the players that we had over the years, whatever, yeah. if we play to our best, we win yeah, most yeah. of the games. Yeah. But sometimes you do have to make an adjustment yeah. for the opposition. Of course you do. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, Shanks used to always say that about us. It's not about them, it's about how we play. Yeah. yeah. So... If we all play to our maximum and play as a team collectively, then we, we would be expected to win. But today, the, with the modern game having changed a lot, about the three at the back, Roy, which, again, as a manager, you'll have obviously used that in, in, as, as a tactic. Would you prefer that, or is it just down to the players that are actually going to play the position? It's a bit of both. I mean, in my case, I used it because that's what I had in terms of the players. I didn't really feel I had a, two very strong centre-backs who could... I mean, I had, a lad you could play there so you put the three in there and you feel you've got a little bit more security, security. Oh. I didn't have a sitting a holding midfield player in front of them I liked, I liked my players to be if one goes one stays uh-huh. uh, both with creative Redknapp and John Barnes I mean they're creative players yeah. the wing backs were the special players in that, in that system and I think if you go back to the Newcastle game I think the way they played I think they were too far forward too early so then what you do is you block yourself up if you start coming from a little bit deeper onto the ball then no one can pick you up mm-hmm. and I just thought Johnson was a little bit too high up um, 
getting themselves marked. Getting themselves marked and not yeah. leaving the space. Yeah. It's great that if they come off the if the other guys come off the flanks and leave that space, then you get into it. Yeah. It's it's a system that's very flexible. It all comes back basically to to four four two, yeah. and because one goes forward, everyone comes across. Yeah. It's all about that. But it it it, it is about your players mm. and, and how they fit into. It. I don't think you can just you couldn't when we played that when we played four centre backs across the back four. Things like that didn't don't wear. Right. They don't, they did don't wear. It. No, it didn't look right. But you know, I was I was looking at some old LFC TV games, and uh, from your era, obviously because McManaman was playing. Now, McManaman was outstanding at doing what Gareth Bale has been doing. What this boy Townsend, who's like the new sensation of yeah. English football, picking the ball up in his own half and running at people. Yeah, wasn't. I mean, now that. You would obviously just have encouraged them to do that. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, obviously everything's about passing these days. But what Steve McManaman had, Steve McManaman would stand, start on the right-hand side, if you like, and, and people would block him off. So Steve would just come five yards inside, receive the ball from the wherever it was, and then be running on the back four. And, you know, you mean, you mean as a defender, but you know nothing about, obviously. Yeah. Um, but I'm not talking about you. But as a defender, you hate people running at you. I mean, people committing you in and around the box. Is, is your worst nightmare as a defender and these days be fair it doesn't happen much it's, I think, it's see, that's the why these boys like Bale and Townsend they have like becoming and Ronaldo it's sensational and you go because everybody else as you say is passing at five yards square and back and whatever and then you get somebody that can do that and run at people and that's why I think when, when as you mentioned in Johnson there now Johnson I would see as a player who could do that yeah. I mean, Alan, you did that. Yeah. Back. I, mean, I, yeah. I mean, I was there in Paris the night where you ran and ended up in a crowd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, yeah. if you run at defenders, the opposition, they don't know how to react to it. They yeah. go, he's no my man, who's picking him up, what's happening? Next thing you know, you've, you're running past everybody and, and the whole picture changes. So I, I think it's you a... Look at Manaman, look, at, look at, yes. at, at Bale and Ronaldo. They're all six foot two. I mean, it means that man, he looks like he's getting bigger. I mean, he was a skinny little thing, but whatever. But he had yeah. upper body strength. Uh-huh. But he would run at you and he's physically strong. I mean, as I say, it, it, it's, it's a, something that's going out the game. But if you look at the Germans, the Germans have Players wingers run or runners, if you like, then and then, and they put, put teams under pressure by their pace. Well, that's why I'm, I'm looking at ours and I'm thinking, do we have anybody that, that comes into that category? And in the midfield, if you see Jordan Henderson, no, Lucas, no. Stephen, we know what Stephen's can run with a ball. Yeah, yeah, can run at people. But so we really need others in there if if we don't have them on our books at the moment. But I think Johnson, who for me, if if he would if he would have that in his mind when he picks a ball up inside the the opposition half, yeah, on to go, I'm going and just go and see where it takes him. You know, I really do. So think the system would suit him for three at the back. Aye, if we play three right. at the back, that's wouldn't that's it? it? But suits he him. must, he must be given a license to and encouraged to yeah. run at people. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I see what you mean, and, and, and he wouldn't be like a Bale. He wouldn't be like a Townsend that far forward. But uh, the new kid on the block is. Once you go, once you go, Ali, you go all away. You go yeah. all away. That's right. yeah. and, and, and you forget about the defensive. You, you, you go yeah. away because then all that, then we got three at the back. Yeah. They just ease across to the right. Yeah. It, they fill in that, that hole yeah. that you've left. That's right. The there, and the other, yeah. or the other wing back just drops a little bit there. Yeah. So it's like there's a lot of. We, we had in the 60s the best goal scoring fullback in football. 
I probably I don't think anybody in Chris Lawler and I don't think anybody would break his record of, of no. I think 62 goals in free play no penalty kicks no free kicks just in free play now he never ran like like Bale and, and him he wandered in Yeah, he would just wandered in see a situation and just yeah. wander through a gap and yeah. if he had the ball he'd play it to somebody carry on he never ever stopped to play it carry on and if it took him into the six yard box he's side foots yeah. the ball in the net yeah. and the most amazing thing nobody the funny thing yeah, we laugh about it because the, the whole of uh, football at that time and the coaches you know the Don Howes of the world and, and Dave Sex and all the lads the, the FA type coaches how do you do that how do you manage that to Bob Paisley you know how does he manage it well we don't know Bob <laughs> but he was never discouraged yeah Never. Yeah, oh, hey, exactly. Chris. You know, yeah. what, what are you doing up there? You know, get back here. He was allowed. If he wanted to go, his football brain took him. He's in there, and he was beside footing balls in from six yards. Yeah, yeah. Get there with pace. I mean, he wasn't the quickest man in the world. He did. He, he wandered in there, <laughs> inside, and very yeah. rarely outside, but yeah. inside. Always inside. Oh, well, he never had. An, he never overlapped in his life. He no, wouldn't know what an overlap. Was you know because yeah. he never had the pace nobody to go around that. anybody. Nobody coached that. That was just that was what he saw in the game, and that's yeah. fantastic. Most, most amazing thing. That's and you look for players today and think, I wonder if any of them could be a Chris Lawler type. I like the, the runners. I like the Bales in the world. And, I'm not sure you know, if Chris Lawler would get in teams these days because they would look at him and say, um, no pace. not quick enough. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know, that's but they forget about like so the Bobby Moores would be the same. Yeah, exactly. But they read Reading the game. The game they read the game. Yeah. Their positional sense. The, the timing were fantastic, yeah. Yeah, and and uh, I, I remember, <laughs> and he was so quiet, Chris never spoke. And uh, <laughs> I, we came in at half time once, and somebody was saying about, you know, Chris was behind, you say one of our players, and he said, Chris never shouted, you know, for him to dummy it and lick it. And so Shanks is saying, God, Chris, shout for the ball, shout for it when you get in there, you know. And, but, and anyway, go out and saying half. <laughs> And the ball comes across the six-yard box, and he goes, scores. And he came in at the time up, and he's sitting there all, and he said, "I never shouted for that one either." <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's got a dry yeah. sense of humour, by the way. Well, at least up the Newcastle, our SAS, as we are now uh, calling them, so I as a storage. Again, a big contribution from them. I, I, I just think it's amazing that you know th- these two lads, week in, week out, Sturridge is scoring. He's scoring more than a goal a game. Unbelievable, isn't it? Isn't it's, it? It's a fantastic record. Um, but I think, uh, for some reason, I think there's more from him. Yeah. I do, I, Alan. I, 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 I really, do. I think. I think. I think he's got. Okay, he's got so much going for him. He's in a team that is full of confidence. He's got Suarez, one of the best players in world football. And like you know, I, I want him to. I want him to do more because I think he can. I think he's certainly an individual player, and his record is thirteen goals in in thirteen appearances is, is fantastic. But I just think he can do a little bit more for the team. Mm-hmm. You know, just just a little bit. You know, and you know, work a little bit harder, and and he'll get his rewards because he's he's in such a class class team. Over the years, and there have been players who we who get called goal hangers. Yeah. Certainly up here in Merseyside, don't they? Or, yeah. or call him a goal hanger. Yeah. Uh, they don't do much except score goals, which is not a bad habit. Now this lad, is, is, at the moment, has got that habit. He's scoring goals, but. In professional football, you're quite right, Al. I think they have to score goals, yes, and also maybe contribute yep. a little bit more. Yeah. In his defence, though, he's not like a, he doesn't just hang around up the front. He does drift yeah. know, either side, either flank. He likes to get involved in the build-up play as well, just as much of it. Um, 
if I had one gripe about him when he does get knocked over, he takes an hour to get up. No, I'd like to see him you know, yeah. get up and. You know, I have mentioned that on on the podcast before about that. It's the one thing that really irritates me about him, and I just wish that somebody would say now, son, don't do that, because and there was an incident in a game last weekend where wasn't our team playing but I'm watching the game and one of their players went down and did a sturridge for me sat there with arms out saying to the referee referee I got yeah, fouled yeah, there yeah. the referee play on which they're doing now referee they're playing more which yeah. means you know you're not going to get as many little tugs and pushes and yeah. whatever fouls so this lad sat down and while he's complaining the ball's moving on and arrived back in his space and he's sitting on his backside. Had he been on his yeah. feet, yeah, yeah. he'd have scored because yeah. he'd be talking he's yeah. about twelve yards out. Yeah. And yeah. I thought, that's a storage situation. Had he jumped up immediately, he'd have put the ball in the net when it came back to him. Yeah. Well, but he's that, that, let's not, not go to his negative it, I mean the lad's done great for us. Great. I mean I'll he's coming there. I, mean, I, mean, I don't like to dance, but I wish he I hope he gets Dances three times in a game because he means he scores. Yeah. But at the end of the day, that, 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 yeah. what he's given us yeah. an awful lot. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be always yeah. dancing all season. Yeah. I don't mind <laughs> all this business of what they do, run the corner flying and, or, or suck their thumb well, like big, big babies or sucking their thumb or, or I don't know what they get up to now, uh, players to celebrate scoring a goal. Uh, you know, nowadays you got a pat in the back and twizzle your hair and off you went and that was it. But uh, no, I'm, I'm only worried about them. Doing that business of not playing to the whistle, which is what we called it. You must play to the yeah, whistle. Well, You're not getting a foul, get up and get on with the game. In the position, like he scored against Newcastle, and Suarez gave the delivery, and it was a great delivery. He was in the right place at the right time. Reverse role. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market were against Sunderland two weeks ago where where Suarez is in the box and then Sturridge is beating the man crossing the ball and it's in the back of the net yeah. so they're, they're complementing oh, yeah. they're, they're definitely complementing each other oh, yeah. and I, I like the way what, what I would say sometimes whether you agree with this or not sometimes we get to a point where we're on the edge of the box and we don't have a little bit creativity I want somebody to do something that's where I want him well, that's where Coutinho was that, yeah, was Coutinho. doing a great job for us yeah. that little bit of yeah, just of, under the ball, just craft, down the side, a little you know. craft that you know catches now, people out. Now you're talking about a kid that, that really has got a little stamp of class about him, isn't he? Yeah. And yeah. and and we've done well without him because yeah. you know we, we, yeah. okay, two points you might say were uh, when say thrown away, but you know we, we we didn't grasp it up there at Newcastle. But we've been doing all right without him. But you think with him, 
What a bonus he is! Yeah. What a good player! Yeah, eh? yeah, he's an intelligent player. I mean, um, you know, he's not—he's—he's he's a bit of a slight player more than anything, isn't he? But I tell you what, when he gets on the ball, he certainly knows where players are and what he's going to do. Yeah. In there, right. he's thinking oh, ahead of everybody else. And for such a young lad, I think he's got so much to offer now. Where does he now fit in with? If we get Lucas in there, we've got Gerard in there, we've got Coutinho in there. Anywhere he wants. Anywhere he wants. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, seriously, yeah. I mean, at yeah. the end of the day, as a manager, I mean, if he comes back, yeah. you're delighted. It's not about where you put him. Obviously, yeah. you've got to try and balance your team off. But whatever Brendan yeah. sees him, he'll do his yeah. job. He will be like threading them balls through for Suarez, Sturridge, and we can only be, we can only be better as long as he doesn't put him in goal with all that. That's, is it always going to be Sturridge? And, and Suarez up front if, if fit yeah but w- would he change it around would, would he sort of like you know leave one out or would he would he play them both all the time would, is that you he, know? Might, he might leave I mean you're going to get a situation somewhere in the season where obviously injuries suspensions sometimes yeah. I, don't, I don't mean that about Louis because I hope he has a suspension three times yeah, from now yeah. on because he's playing great football again yeah. he looks like he's enjoying it yeah. you have to, it's week to week isn't it you, you yeah, don't know yeah, what turns up? I think if he if he's got the chance to play them, yeah. they're a, they're a potent force together. So yeah. you, I would keep them together. Yeah, yeah and with, with Coutinho and they're making a little triangle, I think, uh, which looks for me, you know, an exciting triangle because it, you know, I think it's, it's all about the players, isn't it? All yeah. about good players, class players, and the more good players you've got, the more chance you've got of winning games and winning titles and cups or whatever. And the little Coutinho boy. Once he gets fit and ready, I think linking up with him is quite exciting to think about it. I think we had more shots on target on the game inside. I think we had loads of shots yeah. at goal, yeah. but not very yes. many on target. I mean, to <laughs> yeah. be fair, Daniel yeah. Sturridge missed a few chances yeah. in the yeah. game, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. But at least, again, you don't criticise him for that. No. Hey, he's in the right position, he didn't stick him in the back of the net. Yeah. But you've got to make sure you, the percentage, and Louis Suarez over the last few seasons... His percentage, even though he scored a lot of goals, the percentage wasn't high enough. He needs to score more of those chances. Yeah. If yeah. we're going to be, if we're going to be a team that challenges for Champions League. Yeah. Okay. So we've got the, the, the two SES up the front. We've got Coutinho, maybe it's behind him playing in that sort of role, maybe behind him. Steven Gerrard, who, who's going to be the, the the player who step out of it, right? Um, it all depends how Brendan wants it to be. If he, if he, I mean, we're talking about Stephen being a bit further forward, um, and you've got Lucas set in the hole. Uh, that that will rotate itself, I think, just by the nature of the game in terms of, say, injuries yeah. and whatever. It, it would be easy for us to say, well, the perfect team would be A, B, or C. But you know damn well that, that things are going to happen. That that. They'll all get a chance to be in there. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, we've still got players to come back. You know, there's still Joe Allen. There's still they're all just about ready to come back into, into the squad. I mean, I mean if, if if we do play three at the back, okay, uh, and we play wing backs, you look at the three midfield players in there: Coutinho, Gerard, and somebody else. You know, do you need a defensive player? Do you, do you need this is no disrespect to Lucas, but do you need that type of player? Or do you need a player who can, like Moses, who can run with the ball, or you know, or Jordan Henderson? You've got to have somebody that's got a responsibility in front right. of that back three, if you like. Yeah. Um, as I yeah. said, in, in my system or the system we played in my time. Yeah. Because of the personality you've got, we didn't really have a hold. There, were, there no. was no such thing as a hold in midfield play then days. Yeah. You were like two good players, but yeah. what they did, they alternated. One went, one stayed, or 
yeah. the, the, what we just call cover for each other. Yeah. And yeah. these days, the, everyone likes it to be a more static role. Yeah. And that's why the likes of the Lucases of this world, Joe Allen's of this world, have made a, a living out the game in many ways, in, yeah. in, in that, mm. that way. Non, non say non creative, but they're less creative than yeah. a lot yeah. of players. But they do cover the ground, they do make it difficult to yeah. get at your back four or well, your back and, three. And the, the system that, that we're playing, the way we, the teams are playing, that player is, is on the ball probably more than yeah. anybody. Yeah, he, because he's, he's the choice, one that takes the ball. To be the perfect one, you'd yeah. probably say Alonso or something like that. I mean, you'd love well, him. No, I mean, because Alonso would, would, would get it, turn around, look forward, and play the forward, yeah. which he did. Yes. And, and that's why Torres loved him and Stephen loved yeah. him. And it, comes it, early. it comes early off him. Yeah. As, a, as a forward, you want the ball early. Yeah. I mean, the guy who takes two, two or three touches, and yeah. it's gone, the situation's the gone. The door closes. Yeah. The yeah. door closes on them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, play, players uh, going out on loan. Uh, there's been a big thing made about Townsend, who come into England team. Nine, had, di- nine, di- nine different teams nine have been different. out on loan, isn't it? And you build Yeovil and teams like, oh, goodness me, you know. Yeah. Well, we were saying that we, we, we were together in Spain, and we yeah. were saying, where's he been? Where's he been? <laughs> <laughs> where's he, who's he, who's he played for? Yeah. You know, like. <laughs> when he, when he oh. played for the England, you know, I didn't know who he was. No, nobody did. <laughs> yeah, that head, I knew he was with Spurs, but yeah. then there's I think, well, where's he been before that? Yeah. And then I got the list. And yeah. He'd have been going around the dressing room getting autographs, wouldn't he? You know, yeah. of the, the other England players. What I will say about it is that I give the lad his due. He's been like put out to grass and go over there and go to this place, go to that place. And it's not easy to keep moving, man. No. But he's never given up, has he? Well, on, on the loan subject, we have uh, Andrew Wisdom out at Derby. Yeah, uh, which is actually it's a, I think it's a, a good, good team. Derby's not a bad team. I've yeah. seen them play; they're not a bad side. And yeah. you know, thinking about we're talking about Townsend, how, how it worked for him. You, do you see the loan system as, as being a big help to the to the, the Premier League team? I see the loan system as being a great help to some players. I mean, if you're I mean, you lads wouldn't know much about this, but I know lots about it because I, I've been a reserve team player basically. <laughs> Uh, 15 games under my belt uh, uh, sometimes you need to go somewhere else to learn the game you can play in reserves for the rest of your life and, and the reserves aren't even the reserves these days it's a different yeah, system yeah, altogether yeah. Uh, so you have to go and play competitive football uh-huh. and you have to go and learn your trade defenders need to learn a trade and sometimes again defenders develop a little bit later maybe than, than forwards the loan system is great as long as it's not abused the problem I find with it is that obviously if, if I'm a good mate of, I'm, I'm manager of Exeter and I'm a good mate with Alex Ferguson and he gives me three players there's got to be a balance in there. there's got to be a, a legality to if you like at mm. the end of the day that it's not everyone's well, helping each other so that's, that's the, point. the bit but I think about it, that worries me about it that's when Fergie's son was a manager at Preston yeah. Yeah. and then half the United reserve team well, didn't they well, fair yeah. it's, it's not against the, the law no. but, and that's, that's but the way it works but ethically I agree with yeah. that there should be something to control it. But young wisdom, no getting a game uh, at Liverpool. Going to Derby, a team that might, you know, as the season goes on, might be looking for honours, trying to get up there, get yeah. promotion. Playing in, I always call it meaningful football. If you're playing with a, a, a team in the same championship, it's meaningful football. The fans that are going along there, and a lot of those clubs like Derby have been big clubs in the past, yeah. you know, and the fans are desperate to get back up there into the big time. So every game is important to them, and wisdom, I think, will will continue to learn his trade there. Yeah, 
Now, the, the thing about it is, do we see him? Do you see him all as a centre back or a full back? That is a good question. Um, he's played more full back than uh, he has centre back yes. that, that, that I've seen, and he's quite comfortable uh, at, at right back. But he he's certainly not going to get in the team with Glenn Johnson. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and the way. Torre is playing at the moment, he's not going to get in. So I, I see that as a good move for him. And Derby County, uh, I think you love the experience of being there. Yeah. I think I think they're a good team. I think you know they've they've had their problems in the past, but they're, they're a good team. And I yes. think he will he will he will do well there. And I think a lot of I think a lot of the players should go out on loan. They've got to uh, go with an attitude that they're going to yeah uh, they're going to improve themselves. Yeah. You, I mean, you got to say to the lad, look. At this moment in time, you're not getting a game in our first team, yeah. uh, and we think you're better than yeah. reserve team football. We're going to stick you out to Derby, or we're going to stick whatever we, we send it. You've got to go there with an attitude to say, hey, I'm going to get Derby's. I'm going to make. I'm going to be the dominant force in Derby's team if I can, yes. and prove yourself that you're good enough to be yeah. in the team. It, it's, it is a development move, and it's a, it, it gives you another chance for me uh, to, to improve your game. Um, obviously, when you come back. Yes. And then you're still fighting for your places against the likes of Johnson. But you know, if you've yeah. improved enough, you get in. Yeah. You get a chance. Is there another player, a couple of players that would come to mind in that bracket who you would say, if you were advising them, say, well, I think you should go out on loan. Do we have anybody else yeah, in that I bracket? Flanagan's people that for Flanagan, you. Yeah, Flanagan. People like that, and well, end of the day. But you've got to make sure that you don't give all your penny. No, you're diminishing your squad a little bit. Yeah. You know I, mean? so, I understand that. But sometimes. Uh, if a player is just yeah. f- for, for point, a full-back, let's say a full-back, and there's two full-backs ahead of him, one that's in the team and the one that would well, be in the team yeah. if, he was, uh, if he was injured, and you'd be third choice. Yeah, you're knocking the yeah. manager's door yourself, don't you? Yeah. And the manager himself should be aware of that. Hey, you say, look, you know, at this moment of time, I'm not getting a game. Hey, where can I go and play? Um, you know, how can I get in the team if not you know, and then you're either looking to move or you're looking to, to, to loan it's as simple as we, that we, we, we did it with Jay Spearing didn't we yeah, we, we, we put, him, put him out on loan and, and Jay benefited from go, you know, going out on loan and then he came back into the team and he had a good run in the team and he, I think he loved that experience I think he really did and I think you know, any player should should what you what you said before, Roy, they should be absolutely looking forward to going to the these teams. Especially a team that's going to play similarly, that, similarly, to similar. What, you yeah. know, if you like to the, 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 to, to, to what Liverpool are playing, yeah. and I think that, that I think they all should go out there with a with a good attitude, a good mind, and say, well, listen, I've got something to prove here. You know, I'm going to be number one. At, let's say at Liverpool Football Club, you might want to be, but you might. You might end up being num- number one at Derby County or number one at, at Leicester City. Or I whatever. like that meaning from football. Meaningful football. I mean, I, 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 think I do. Because, know, yeah. I mean, I played only a couple of times at the end of my career in the reserves, <laughs> and I remember Even playing. Left it out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, there's there's nobody there. You, you're lucky to have three officials. There. No, I mean. It, it was awful to be running out to empty tennis yeah. when you've yeah. been when you've running out to the games. Of course, yeah. it is. But the other way around, yeah. when you come through the system, it's not. Right. But that's, that was the great thing about the lads who came down from our first team into our reserves that they come down and, and you'd say to them, look, hey, the only way to get back in the first team is yeah. to do well here and don't let these lads down, the kids yeah. down. Joe Fagan was great yeah, at that. Yeah, yeah. Joe Fagan was running the reserve yeah, team then. Yeah. And he was great, Joe, because he understood exactly what you were saying. That, you know, I'm going to say an ego thing of a player, but just the fact that you'd always been a first team player and now you were not. And you're playing with, and he would say, now help these kids, you know, 
you, you know, you, you they, they'll be dependent on you and, and build you up. Yeah. You know, yeah. and so you as yeah. you were getting an, an, to feel important playing yeah. that reserve because he was he would say that to you. Now you know they, they need your help. You know, you do this and do that. Say okay, Joe, and, and you go out and, and run your socks off for him. And, and the good thing was, you go back to them days, and you can't keep going back in, in life. No, but, but that but you, you also knew all the kids because they, they they trained with you. That's right. Sometimes on the Monday morning, be yes. together, and you know, yeah. obviously you had people cleaning your boots. But no, yeah. but at least you knew all these kids. Yeah. And if you if you fancied one, you thought it was a really like decent player, you'd be encouraging them in yeah. the training sessions. And be unfortunate if they go in the reserves, you'd be helping them there as well. Which was, and it was great for the kids at the time. Yeah. I remember Phil Thompson was, was one of the kids in the reserves at that time. And that, you know, and you're thinking, and hey, this is a good kid. This, you know, I mean, there was a few you could see what had were a cut above the rest and, and would probably be making the first team at some stage. And, that, and I remember Phil was one of them. But yeah, when when we went down to play in the reserves, we were expected to, to play, and anybody that got the hump and thought. Oh, I'm out of the team, but you know, and yeah. you're a, you're just going to be a burden to the to the reserves. And Joe wanted to win. Joe wanted to win, and the kids wanted to win. And, and if you had any pride in yourself, you wanted to win. So as I say, it was only a couple of games, but to, I can experience what it's like for people to step down. To go back to the long stay, if you go out with the right attitude, you go on along with the right attitude, yes. it, it can only be a benefit yes. for you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we'll tidy that one up. Now we go to to West Bromwich this weekend. Uh, I'll tell you something. What a result they had yeah. at Manchester United, beating Manchester United two one. So, what do you think of? I mean, Clarkey was was with us. Yeah, he was. Yeah, uh, Kenny's under assistant. Kenny, yes. yeah, yeah, and uh, has got a good reputation in the game. I think he's learnt his trade very well. I really do. I think I he's he's picked the right club. Uh, West Brom, maybe not a big fashionable club who can spend lots and lots of money, but like you know, he's he, he's built them up. And I remember. I think it was the first game of last season, wasn't it? We got beat 3-0. Yeah. And we, we were hammered. But, yeah. and, and all of a sudden, kicked their season off. They were in the top four for, for about the first four or five months of the season. And then they faded, which was going to happen anyway. Yeah. But I tell you what, they've got some real good players. They've got some lads who can who can you know be a threat any time. They've had a couple of good results. And like you mentioned, the one yeah. at Manchester United. Sometimes, you know? I'll, but I, mean, I think you're right, the right club... The right yeah. man sometimes. Yeah. I mean, he's not flamboyant. He likes yeah, to do his job, whatever it is, and, and yeah. that's the way they, they sort of play. And sometimes when you haven't got money to spend, yeah. the job is slightly easier yeah, in many yeah, ways yeah. because, like, spending money is one yeah. of the hardest parts of We all make mistakes with that, as yeah. as you will know before you comment. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah. it's, it's difficult. But what I like about him is that he's he's made a, a really solid team. He's had them in the top half of that yeah. you know, Premiership. And and no one wants to play against West Brom. It's like, I mean, this game for me is is similar to the Southampton game. It's, yes. a, it's a very dangerous game for us. Yes. It's one where we, we hope we can bounce back, but we'll have to be at our very best to bounce back against them. Yeah, because I think that they'll be very organised, which they yeah. are. And yeah. I mean, you know, he is a good coach, Steve Clark, and uh, and they'll be having a right go. And, and it's not an easy fixture at all. I mean, we look we're looking down the fixtures and thinking oh, we've got big games coming up. This yeah. is a big game. Yeah, without a doubt, yeah. without a doubt. I'm trying to think the last time we actually beat them because, yeah. like, the, 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 even this season, sorry, last season, uh-huh. they beat us, two, I think, 2 0 at home or whatever. Like, from remember the yeah, p- picture from Corner, the, the, the big lad coming in, scoring. I go, that's our problem, you know, and that's what he'll be looking at. He'll be looking at Liverpool can't defend from set pieces again. And he is a coach, isn't he? I mean, he's a coach, so yeah. manager, and I, yeah. I like that, that way. I mean, he, he's. 
he actually was yeah. a coach to start with and now he's the, the manager so he's got a bit of both yeah impressive I think he's done well for them yes I do as well but uh, uh, a victory is essential I would think because we don't want to slip if, if we slip below that sort yes. of four five six yeah. position then you find out before you know it you're in the middle of the table and yep. it's a long season yeah. whereas if we win this one as we felt we should have done at Newcastle we, we then stay in among the pack at the top and that gives the fans a huge lift gives oh, the club a lift yeah. Yeah. as they say basically hey, you can't win it in the early part of the season no but you can lose position it position yourself but you can right. lose it as well yeah. I mean, who, who, as we were last year I mean Roy and, and Ian who would have thought like Southampton would have been up there but when they played us a few a few weeks ago, they played really what well. A good team, the, the, yeah. and, and he's put this team together. He's got them defensively minded that they don't concede goals. Okay, yeah. and all of a sudden they go to Man United, sneak one in yeah. there, and you know. I mean, we all moan when Nigel Atkins got the sack at him. That's, right. that's, that's unfair and whatever. Yeah. This lads come in, and by the way, you don't hear much about him either. He's solid, isn't he? Why? What, what I would be saying isn't there a lot of teams like Southampton, the likes of you know the likes of Swansea. You know, you know they're hard to beat. Yeah. You know, Stoke City under Mark Hughes is a difficult to beat. Like we, you know, we struggled. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's a difficult. It's, 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 it's to beat anybody. I mean, yeah. at the minute this Crystal Palace were getting beat, probably. Yeah. They're going to drift. They're, they're they're been cut adrift a little a bit. bit. Yeah, but but uh, the way I see it in the Premier League, as I said at the start of this program, there are all the teams seem to have some good players. Yes. If not great teams, yeah, good individual players. Yeah. Let's not forget know. Everton, by the way, in that group That's as well. Yeah, they come Everton in that group as well. I think of yeah. West Brom, Swansea's, yeah. you know, uh, Southampton's right. a yeah. solid team. Everton nowadays. And know. from our perspective, <laughs> we mustn't get let them get above us. No. We no. mustn't let because life is a misery if Everton <laughs> ever got above us. No, the book of the week, Fergie, Fergie's autobiography. Now he's not, and in, in this city. Certainly, he's not not a very popular figure, and I don't think his book will sell in this. You know, I don't think so. I think it will. Do you? Yeah. Why would, oh, why, I wouldn't, I wouldn't why, buy it. Why wouldn't you? Well, I wouldn't buy it. I, I don't, read, I don't read any books, but then they. Why wouldn't you want to read the most successful ma- manager be, be, that's been? Because yeah. I don't have a great respect for him, and that's my opinion, which I've said over the years. I don't have respect for what, what he did with Brian Kidd. Brian Kidd was the assistant there for how many years now all of a sudden bumped out yeah. what happened to that yeah, and he never explained I hope he explains yeah. that in his book yeah, but football is football at the end of the day and I things bet. happen and you don't know what no. goes on behind the scenes I, mean, yeah. I, I don't I mean you know books don't always tell the whole story well that's right maybe you, they don't you know, at the end of the day but I'm, I'm sure that, not that I read books as I said I'm sure it'll be an, an interesting read for everybody who's in Involved in football, he had no love for for this club because he that was his number one priority when he he, he was at Manchester. Knock those so and sos off the perch, yeah, us right. Well, what would you uh, and he did it. Uh, um, well, I hope Liverpool do really well. Come on, yeah. <laughs> let's, no, but yeah, let's be uh, realistic. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, don't, I don't say he knocked us off the perch. We at times, in fact, over that period, I think we, we helped knock ourselves off the, fell off the perch ourselves. But, you know, some of the things that he's saying, and uh, should the manager then, Roy, having been the manager yourself, should the manager come out and be as truthful, if he has been truthful, of what has gone on in, in, in his term at United? I think, I mean, I don't know, as I say, I haven't seen a bad, but I just hope at the end of the day that he's writing about not the current team. I don't think he should write anything about the current team or the, 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 the David Moyes situation. If he's writing about the past of, of his time at Man United, 
that's fair enough. I think, I think that's, yeah. that's that you can you can do that. I mean, he's quite. He, he was very to do that. disrespectful of Rafa. You know, he, he seemingly I'm only yeah, reading the papers. And Rafa fell out, as you know, in the end of the day. But as, I mean, over the years, I, I got on well with Fergie. I had no problem with him. I mean, when he was managing Man U and I was managing Liverpool at the end of the day, I, on the pitch, you argue, you, you're near to fighting each other at the end of the day. But overall, I mean, he's. Overall, I think to a lot of young managers, he's been very helpful. Not so about me, because I was with Liverpool, obviously, but to a lot of young managers throughout the country, Alex Ferguson has been a, an inspiration and a help to a lot of them. As you would, as you would, would he be an inspiration and a help to to somebody like Rafa at Liverpool? No, not, no. not at all. Because no. the, the enemies, but or Wenger, yeah. he yeah. slags off Wenger yeah. and has done because they're competing at the top of the yeah. table. Yeah. yeah, well, as we were then as well at the same time. Yeah. But I mean, but having said that, once the game's over, he's fine. You know, you, you you have your glass of wine and you and you have your chest. But I mean, you, you're not supposed to be the best of mates. Let's put it that way. No, I know. I don't. I see that. You know, <clears throat> you're not going to be best of pals and whatever. But uh, he obviously had his, his, his close friends within the game, managers in the game. Yeah. Sam Allardyce and one or two others that get mentioned as being friends. Well, I was worried about that because I think that sometimes you can get too close to him. I mean, yeah, he obviously he's, he's another manager and he's been a very successful manager, but some of the English managers like kowtow to him a little bit. I always said to, to Alex Ferguson years ago, I said, by the way, you've got all the referees in one hand, you've got the FA in the other. <laughs> yeah. And he said, do me a favour, Devo, don't tell anybody. Uh, and and, yeah, and line, to be fair yeah. to him, you know, that's, the, that's yeah. the type of thing he built up over the years. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, but you can, you, you can never say, by the way, that he wasn't a successful manager. Oh, he was hugely, hugely successful. I mean, I remember him from Scotland when I was doing uh, TV and all those days. When they won uh, the Cup Winners' Cup beat Real Madrid, yeah. uh, way up with Aberdeen. I mean, he was fantastic, you know, and uh, he, he signed great players, made great players, but now he's, I think he's in one way dismantling it all by telling all these little stories about I, th- I, I think when you look back on it, Ian, you know, he had some great teams and he built great teams, yeah, he did, didn't yeah. he? That was the key yeah. to it. Well, you know, when you lose, you know, the Schmeichels of the world and the, and, and the Beckhams and, and, and that midfield that they had there, and then they replaced them with. He's, yeah. he's, it's what we do the same. He's done, I mean, but he's really done so well, though, hasn't he? Good teams with yeah. good teams. That's no, right. No, when that they're when, just starting on the way in when yeah. Shanks and Bob. Yeah, Bob right. did that. Bob yeah. did that quite a yeah. few times. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that is a hard. That is the hard part. The hard part in two ways that you've you've got to get replacements in yeah. that are equally as good as the ones that are, are going out. That's right. Yeah. Or, or better. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or, or better. Absolutely. Yeah, good, good Absolutely. Point. Uh, I think somebody would buy me the book. I'm not going to buy it, but uh, <laughs> I think somebody would buy me the book. He was on the television morning. He said he would give you a discount uh, <laughs> if you're a scouser. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he needs the money, by the way. Uh, I mean, he, as you said, he signed some great players, built with yeah. some great teams. Well, a few bad ones as well, by the way. Well, exactly. Like all managers, no, yes. there's no manager ever has only bought good players. I mean, they, they all make mistakes. But he said. He, he would have bought Stephen Gerrard but he didn't think Stephen Gerrard was a top top player now I think over the years he's been proved wrong in that one well definitely without a doubt I mean t- 2005 that was, that was Stephen's best one of his best ever years you know <laughs> it was like Champions League final and uh, it was all about Stephen Gerrard uh, you know he, he's probably regretting saying something like that because like you know Stephen has proved to everybody that he's the, being, being the, the best player probably we've just about ever yeah, had. Ever. He said that Scholes was a better player. Would you different, agree? Well, a different player. 
Devon yeah. Taper player. Different player. I mean, yeah. Scholes and Jarrett could play together. Yeah, Scholes, yeah, I think yeah, 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 good players, but it, it's hard to compare. It's yeah. completely different at the yeah. end of the day. Yeah. What was your book called? Uh, Ghost on the Wall. Ghost on the, the wall. wall, yeah. Was it a frightening the life out of people? Well, probably, no, I don't think it frightened yeah. the life. I mean, that, that person who I'm bought it, that person who <laughs> bought it might have frightened that one. Um, <laughs> no, nah, was the guy asked the guy asked me to, to write a would I like to write a book, and he'd never written one before. And I said, "Go on, give him a chance," which is the type of sort of guy I am, really. I think the guy did a good job. I think I'm, I've never read it as a book because I don't read books, but I've read it chapter chapter. Um, and I'm too fair. I'm not one for. I'm not looking to start staring up old arguments, whatever. What you know, what goes on tour stays on tour for me. Uh, right. At the end of the day, yeah, you can still tell interesting stories about it. You don't have to slag people off to sell books, or I don't want to do it that way. That's not my, it's not my nature. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. um, but a lot of people do want to tell the whole truth and nothing but the truth. But remember. People will write about you one day, and you might just uh, regret what you say. <laughs> well, Roy Keane, Roy Keane last night on TV uh, had said that it was disrespectful to the players that had played for him. Uh, I would say it's only disrespectful if he was a, a real goat in him and I did let him down, or he felt he'd let them down. I don't know. And he said it's disloyal. Now, this is from a man, Keane, who walked out of the, the international teams and a World Cup walked out of it went home got on a plane and went home and I mean how di- I mean, how disrespectful is that and he, how can he turn around and criticise anybody else when, when he did that well maybe he's learnt a bit from it I mean from his days when he walked away maybe since he's become a manager or he's had little shots of being a manager maybe he's learnt about obviously the man management side of things and, and how I mean, it's not just about himself uh, it's not about him like Barking out the orders about getting everybody on side, about trying to build a group of players that want to play together, and maybe even Roy Keane's learnt a little bit. I'm not too keen on people slagging off people in the press. What does it gain at the end of the day? No, I mean at Liverpool, funnily enough, going back to the old days, if you like, they had a great saying: "Put your own house in order." Yeah, yeah. that yeah, was what they yeah, always yeah, used to say. Yeah, you know, yeah, if you yeah, if you yeah. start to have a pop at somebody, and even in the dressing room or at training, say, "Yeah, I'm so and so," they go, "Hey." Put your own house in order, yeah, yeah. and and that for me just put the lid on everything. You couldn't even really allowed to say criticize anybody because you know you've got to hey put your own house in order. Yeah, you, absolutely. Who are you to be talking about anybody? Oh, I'm sorry. You guys, you've written a book, haven't you? You've written a book, haven't you? Um, yeah. I said a few words. I said a few words. Yeah. I, I, What's it I, called? I, European goals. No, I, I wouldn't even buy my book, honestly. We're talking to <laughs> millions of people here. They'll all rush out and, and, and buy this. Where's it no, gold? it's all gone now. They've all yeah. gone. Have they? Honestly, three. Both uh, of them gone? Yeah. No, I, I, I had 3,000 books, okay. And, and I went round people's houses giving, <laughs> giving them out. Did anyone refuse? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I haven't got one myself. If anybody's got one out there, would they send it to me, please? <laughs> Find out what I said. Oh, 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 no. oh, okay, well, boys, I think that takes us up to uh, the end of the time. Tea time here at the Hilton. Oh, at the Hilton. Um, we must apologise for the noise that was going on in the background. You know, they get, some of the waiters here are just going about berserk when they're crashing. <laughs> Making the us cups of tea and different yeah. things. But they've been very good. That's the Hilton in downtown Liverpool. Uh, well that's it from uh, today's podcast thank you very much for joining us and we will probably see you next week bye bye 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.